The Tito's handmade vodka was ice cold, condensation trickling down the copper metal shaker. It's got to be fresh lime, they drawled. Tart, but balanced. They weren't normally this finicky about cocktail hour. But with Tito's, it had to be perfect. Simple syrup, the final ingredient. The sound of shaking filled the room to the brim. For the perfect pour at next week's book club, try the Tito's Gim Literature. Find the recipe at titosvodka.com. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof. Crafted to be savored responsibly. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty. Before we get started, there's another show we really enjoy here. You've heard of TED Talks. I gave a TEDx talk about language change a few years ago. But you might not know that TED Talks Daily brings them all to you in podcast form. There's a new episode every weekday on every subject imaginable. Check out the talk by Elizabeth White, who shares smart ideas for living life to the fullest on a limited income. Or hear Mikhail Zygar describe his project that imagined what the internet would have looked like in 1917 Russia. He explores how social media can be used to deeply engage with our history. Subscribe to TED Talks Daily now, wherever you listen to podcasts. And there's one other thing. This week on Twitter, I saw a woman brag about correcting typos in library books. Not cool, people. I didn't reply on Twitter because there was already an internet mob attacking her that also seemed out of hand. But since other people were responding that they write corrections in library books too, if anyone listening does that, please stop. You don't own those books and it's vandalism. Librarians say marks like that keep them from being able to scan the books for people who are visually impaired. And sometimes they have to actually spend money to replace the books or spend time erasing all the marks, if that's even possible. So you might think you're doing a good deed, but you aren't. And now you know, so please don't do it anymore. And now, on to the show. This week, I have a quick and dirty tip about the word anniversary and a meaty middle about the word I know makes many of you cringe, conversate. This week is the 12th anniversary of the Grammar Girl podcast. Yes, 12 years ago, I sat in a coffee shop on the beach in Santa Cruz, California, jotted three episode ideas on a napkin, and went home and recorded the first shows. A lot has happened since then. I've moved three times, written seven books and two calendars, done two book tours, been on countless radio and TV shows, made games took a job as a professor and quit that job as a professor and more. But most of all, I've gotten a show out every week for 12 years. And I owe a big debt of gratitude to all the team members at my partner, Macmillan, over the years. Too many to name, but especially Richard Rohr and Kathy Doyle. All my guest writers, who you hear named in their segments, my audio producers, first Dan Feyerabend, and more recently Nathan Sems, and my longtime social media assistant, Ashley Dodge. 
Grammar Girl would not have won Best Education Podcast and been named one of the 101 best websites for writers for so many years if it weren't for all of you. So thank you. But one thing that hasn't changed in 12 years is confusion and irritation about the word itself, anniversary. Anniversary has the meaning year embedded in it. The word comes from the Latin anus, which means year, and versus, which means to turn. So an anniversary marks the turning of a year. That's why it's better to say we're celebrating our 12th anniversary instead of our 12-year anniversary. It's our 12th turn of the year, not our 12-year turn of the year. And although many young romantics talk about celebrating their six-week dating anniversary, and although it's cute, it's technically not correct since anniversaries relate to years. Language can change and often deviates from its original literal meaning. I'm sure it won't surprise longtime listeners when I say that people have been using the word anniversary to refer to things that span weeks or months for more than 100 years. Right? For 12 years, I've been telling you that thing that annoys you has been going on for a long time. In fact, anniversary is used to describe time spans of less than a year so often that this use is included in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary definition of anniversary. American Heritage Dictionary includes it too. The Oxford English Dictionary and Dictionary.com are more restrictive in this case, limiting the definition of anniversary to an annual event. And although I doubt many of us will have much luck trying to convince lovebirds to stick with proper language for dating celebrations, the Associated Press does say to avoid using the word anniversary for things that aren't a whole year. For example, they frown on phrases such as six-month anniversary. So if you're a professional writer, you should still toe that line and write about only yearly anniversaries. If you need to write about shorter milestones, you can try something like James and Sonia are celebrating 12 weeks of marriage. I do find it interesting that some people have tried to create a word for shorter milestones, though. It'd be convenient to have one. For example, in the Philippines, couples celebrate monthsaries. They can even buy monthsary cards for each other, but it hasn't caught on in the United States yet. So that's your quick and dirty tip. Use ordinal numbers for anniversaries. For example, wishing someone a happy 12th anniversary. And for professional writing, or if you want to be especially proper, use anniversary to refer to only annual celebrations. Everyone knows that the best way to tell a good story is over a good drink. Spirit in a Bottle, Tells and Drinks from Tito's Handmade Vodka, brings them together. In its first ever cocktail book, Tito's offers fans recipes, mixology tips, and a never-before-seen look at its journey from a one-room distillery to becoming America's favorite vodka. Order your copy today at titosvodka.com book. Read it and sip with Tito's. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. 
The real excitement comes from the ride to get there with seven drive modes. Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. And now on to Conversate. I thought of this topic because of the show we did a few weeks ago about why people use the word invite as a noun when it started out as a verb. That way of creating new words that can annoy people is called functional shift. Well, a while ago, I was on a call-in radio program, and one of the callers asked about the words commentate and conversate. She hadn't even thought conversate was a word until a friend of hers used it, and she laughed, thinking it was a joke, only to realize her friend was using it in all seriousness. She and another caller also brought up the word orientate. These three words have something in common, and it's not just that they all end in A-T-E, and people wonder about their legitimacy. They also were all formed by a process called backformation. Backformation isn't always a bad thing, but it can sometimes cause a problem. To understand backformation, let's first think about another word formation process, suffixation. Suffixation is common. Take the verb syndicate. The noun syndication was created from syndicate by adding the suffix ion. So you'd think the noun donation was created by putting a suffix on the verb donate, right? Well, surprise, it wasn't. The noun donation entered the language first, in the 15th century, and only later in the 19th century was the verb donate formed by removing the suffix. How can you tell whether one word was derived from another by adding a suffix, or the process went in the opposite direction via backformation? Unless you check a dictionary, or you were alive to notice the newer word entering the language, you can't. And it usually doesn't matter, either. Both syndicate and donate are 100% acceptable standard English words. Backformation can happen with other suffixes, too. For example, the word pea, meaning the vegetable, was created by backformation from the word peas, spelled P-E-A-S-E. The word peas sounds plural, but it was actually a singular noun, kind of like oatmeal or mush. But peas sounded so much like a plural that it was interpreted as one, and people formed the singular word pea by stripping away what they perceived to be a plural suffix. Another well-known example that I'm sure is relevant to many of my listeners is edit. The noun editor entered the language first, and about a hundred years later, the O-R suffix was removed to give us the verb edit. So, when does back formation cause a problem? Looking at the verbs the callers asked about, they were back formed, or should I say back formatted, 
from the nouns commentator, orientation, and conversation by removing the OR or ION suffixes. The trouble is that verbs corresponding to these nouns already exist comment, orient, and converse. When language devotees hear backformed variants such as commentate, orientate, or conversate, they probably feel the way I do when someone else in the house buys and opens a new jar of mayonnaise without checking to see if there's already one open in the refrigerator. They've wasted money and space in the fridge, and now we have two jars to deal with instead of one. In the case of these verbs, there are now two verbs cluttering up the place where only one verb needs to be. And to make matters worse, these verbs have an extra syllable. The same objection applies to administrate, informate, observate, imaginate, and other backformed verbs. I was on that radio program again a few weeks later, and that time a caller told a story about hearing someone say, certificate. Certificate is a clear back formation from the noun certification. But like the other verbs we've been talking about, there's an already existing verb with two fewer syllables that means the same thing, certify. Our quick and dirty tip for better writing is whenever you start to use a verb, ending in A-T-E or I-C-A-T-E, make a habit to check and see if there's a verb without that suffix and with the same meaning. If so, it's usually less attention-grabbing, in other words, less irritating to some readers, to use the shorter verb. If you're not sure, check a dictionary. The key phrase is with the same meaning, though. Needless as some of these back formations may have been when they were coined, Some have gained legitimacy by developing meanings that are different from the earlier existing verbs. Commentate, for example, doesn't mean precisely the same thing as comment. It carries more of an idea of a continued, systematic commentary for a political or sporting event as it occurs. Informate in the field of information technology has a specific meaning of extracting information from something. If you hear it, the speaker may have chosen the back-formed verb because it had a more precise and appropriate meaning. Also be aware that some back-formed verbs are variants from other dialects. Although orientate is often criticized in American English, in British English it's actually preferred over orient. Conversate not only is a word in African American English, but also has a more specialized meaning than converse. It tends to have more connotations of small talk or flirtation. It's also favored by rappers, as in this line I found in the corpus of contemporary American English in a rap about AIDS. There's no debate, conversate with your mate, and don't wait until it's too late. Of course, just because a word is well accepted in one dialect doesn't mean it's appropriate for use in something written for work or school. I should note that even on the Urban Dictionary website, Conversate is ridiculed and condemned. As with all your writing, know what kind of language your audience is expecting and choose your words accordingly. That segment was written by Neil Whitman, an independent writer and consultant specializing in language and grammar. He blogs at literalminded.wordpress.com and tweets at literalminded. Finally, a shout out to David, who listens during long nights on duty 
and JFA, a graphic designer and editor who binge listens in the car. I'm Mignon Fogarty. You can find all 12 years of archived Grammar Girl podcasts ad-free on Stitcher Premium. It's really the best and easiest way to get the whole back catalog. Plus, you get a monthly bonus episode. And all the other great stuff on Stitcher Premium, too, like ad-free episodes of Freakonomics and Tell Me Something I Don't Know. Sign up at stitcherpremium.com grammar and use the offer code grammar for a free month. That's all. Thanks for listening. The Tito's handmade vodka was ice cold, condensation trickling down the copper metal shaker. It's got to be fresh lime, they drawled. Tart, but balanced. They weren't normally this finicky about cocktail hour. But with Tito's, it had to be perfect. Simple syrup, the final ingredient. The sound of shaking filled the room to the brim. For the perfect pour at next week's book club, try the Tito's Gim Literature. Find the recipe at titosvodka.com. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.